Welcome to Off the Handle. I'm your favorite black guy, Renal Preville. And like always, my favorite Puerto Rican, Randy Vega. Great idea. I fucking love it. How you doing, man? Gentlemen, how are you? The sound effects were amazing. I like it. What's going on, man? How are you? How's your day? I'm good, man. How you doing? Good. I'm good. Just a little bit uh, tired. Yeah. I'm just kind of worn out today. I don't know. What about you? I'm good, man. Uh, Just a little tired. Just getting back into my rhythm of my routine uh, of working out and stuff like that. Uh, You know what? Uh, I saw a really interesting video like a couple days ago. You guys might have seen it. Uh, it went viral. It's uh, the bad Santa, uh, the PC Santa. And um, I'm, hey, I'm all about political correctness. Refer to people how they prefer. Maybe you might not have an understanding of why someone thinks a certain way. Wait, but PC Santa? Huh? PC Santa? Yeah, he had to be some political correctness because, okay. So if you have seen this video, it's, um, you know, they're doing social distancing even at the mall, but they're still having a Santa but they have a table that separates the kid and Santa. Mm-hmm. And the kid asked Santa for a Nerf gun. Santa says, no, I'm not going to get you a, any type of gun. Maybe your dad would get you that, but I'll get you anything else. But a gun, uh, a Nerf gun, I'm not going to get you. So did the, the kid, kid ask for a dad? <laughs> no. <laughs> he just started breaking out and down and crying. And I understand it. Like he, the, the 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 Santa was trying to explain to the kid that guns are bad, blah blah blah, and the kid doesn't understand, and he's just crying. Of course, he's young. Yeah, but I'm like, they sell freaking Nerf guns at the store, at the mall. So like, bro, like, there's no. I think that's a little bit too controlling or too PC. But I think I think the parents gotta help with that kind of stuff though too. It depends on the on the house. Like, say what? It, it depends on the house. You know what I mean? Like, if. If the kid's like, hey, I want a gun, you know, I mean, parents got to, you know, kind of take some sort of responsibility there. Because I mean, with the climate and everything going today, I get PC. But mm-hmm. I also get that people are getting shot for less. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, that, that parents should be like, hey, so I know you want a gun. I'm going to see if I can get you that. You need to ask Santa for anything else. OK, so you've got to keep it. Keep it simple. Because then you put Santa in a weird situation, because what if. You know, his bosses or whatever are like, hey, we don't want you, you know, saying you're going to get kids guns, like toy guns or anything like that. We're trying to keep it simple this year, whatever. You know what I mean? I mean, I understand that logic behind that, but they do sell Nerf guns in the mall. So it's kind of one of those things where he's asking for a Nerf gun. And yeah, this climate, we do have to worry about like kids shooting each other, but he's five. No, no, I know. I get that. But who knows what situation Santa was putting beforehand? True, but some, what, 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 like the people who hired him told him, "You're right, you're right." We don't know the it's in, the the little factors in that, but mm-hmm. I just thought control a little bit too much. No, if but, it was just Santa that said that, then bro, what the fuck? Exactly, you know what I mean? Like he's five, but if it, like the the locate like the mall wherever they had him hired was like, "Hey, we need you to do this," like like he had no choice. I doubt the 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 store told him not to sell, not don't tell tell a kid no guns but um if that is a fact then yeah i could see that but yeah, they I mean, end up making it up to the kid um a, some um another santa came up and brought him a, a, a gun later on like the next day or two i mean i don't know if another santa brought him a gun so be it yeah. <clears throat> you know what i mean it was yeah 
I don't, I don't know though. That just that's just weird, man. PC Santa just creeps me out a little bit. Yeah, it's like I, I understand if the kid asked for dynamite, I'd be like, all right, <laughs> <laughs> you can say no. But a Nerf gun is like who did I don't I think I had a did I have a Nerf gun? Or if he's like, yo, no. Santa, kids at school keep fuck with me. You know what I mean? You just yeah. give me that bomb bong so I can go and handle it. Then Santa's like, hey, hey no guns. Um, exactly. But who knows how the kid actually asked, even though they're six feet apart. Like, you know, what if he was like, yo, I need a real gun? <laughs> Would you say son? a Nerf gun? Nerf gun. I need a Nerf gun. With bullets. No, nah, I doubt it. We went, Nerf went down like that. Yeah. Nine millimeter Nerf bullets. <laughs> like, what? Hey, what? That is a that is a bullshit about the Nerf guns. Because you can only, they'll, back in the day, they would probably give you like four or five. And by the time you get home, you already lost three of them. Mm-hmm. So you had to go buy a whole pack. And now I saw Nerf guns with the uh, attachable, the drum, an attachable, like a like detachable 40, drum. 40, 50 fucking Nerf darts in there. Yeah. Like it's like a hundred. Like Have you a seen bunch the, of the, the, the ones that shoot the little balls, the Nerf balls? Nah, really? Yeah, bro. The little balls. And um, they shoot them shits faster and harder than the other ones. And they fucking just, all you hear is, not like that, but like all you hear, like it's firing off. You'd be careful with that one because, uh, you know, I knew a buddy when I was a kid got his eye shot out by a BB gun. Like yep. be, kids do move careful. Yeah, his eyes. Like, I think everybody bleeding. knows somebody who got shot with a BB gun or something like that. Yeah, you know, what? you're right. Yeah. All right, man. Uh, did you? I know you haven't been watching a lot of wrestling, but I have. Uh, uh, I, Sting. I, I saw it. Say what? I, I saw that. Sting, winter is coming. I don't really still get that reference, but I guess we're still talking about um, uh, uh, that show on HBO, um, Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. I guess they're trying to rip off Game of Thrones by saying that, but eh, it was, a, it was dark. They're trying to use the dark aspect of Game of Thrones mm-hmm. and put it with Sting. Yeah, they just well, they always do that with they're a bunch of nerds, uh, a, uh, AEW, mm-hmm. and uh, that's why I do love them. So they always add some like gaming stuff or some type of uh, nerd culture stuff in, yep. involved. But involving Sting is at AEW look great. Oh yeah, uh, good. Look like Sting face offing with uh, Debbie Allen and Darby Allen, um, and I think that's gonna be cool for that kid. I'd rather see him and Cody wrestle and see him retire like he should have uh, instead of when he that clusterfuck at WWE. With Triple H and uh, Seth Rollins. Well, but I enjoyed. The, I enjoyed the gimmicks. The wrestling part was kind of eh. I enjoyed all the gimmicks of it though, because they sure did oh, yeah, tell a great fucking story and shit. The match was mm-hmm. eh because Sting hurt himself with that buckle bomb. Like he even yeah. said in the thing, he fucked himself up, so they had to end the match short. You know what I mean? I agree, but that's what I'm saying. Like I do. If you use Sting in a proper way, where like they did with the Undertaker, where because like the Undertaker can can't really go like he used to, but they did the um, Undertaker versus AJ Styles mm-hmm. cinematic movie. That was good. If they do that with Sting. That's gonna be amazing. Yep. They could I, I enjoyed that. Up. That was actually enjoyable to watch. Yeah, and then hopefully they could probably they'll probably bring Undertaker back one more time. Well, Undertaker's working with NXT now. I don't know if you know that. Really, Undertaker's I, like, gonna be helping out with a. Uh, with uh not management but like uh the workouts and like uh character building and all that kind of crazy shit and how to like help them oh. in ring appearances and shit and we're like you know yeah 
This is, you know, because like NXT always do have like legendary wrestlers that teach mm-hmm. them, like Finn Finley. Yeah, uh, like great wrestlers. Face, uh, the, the the chairman. Um, I always forget his fucking name. The British dude. Chairman. British dude. Oh, uh, William Regal. William Regal, like legends yeah. in the game who are all about the fundamentals of wrestling, but their character got him over as well. Yeah. But there's no one more critically acclaimed than The Undertaker. And, like, just imagine you, like, 23 years old, you signed to uh, WWE or NXT, and it's like, oh, who's going to teach class? The Undertaker. What? And plus, he's retired from wrestling, but he's still part of wrestling. So he still gets to keep doing what he wants to do with wrestling, but just another way now. Yeah, how cool is to get the ring to teach a kid like, hey, you know, you're not selling it. You know, you want to give a dude the boot, and bam, Mm -hmm. this is how you do it. You know, you gotta, you gotta fucking put your body into it or whatever the case would be. Especially Mm -hmm. because a lot of times the big dudes in wrestling never have anybody to teach them and show them ropes. So same way, because like a lot of dudes are smaller. So you figure like Braun Strowman, if Braun Strowman came in now with Taker in there, Taker would make him into a monster. True. You you know what I mean. there's a style of wrestling, when, especially when you are a big man, like we're talking like we're wrestlers, but no, we're um, big man style, where it's kind of like you have to show that you're aggressive, show that you're big mm-hmm. and intimidating. And like, yeah, you're right. Like, and he's six, seven. He's always been a big now, man. Now, granted, and like, like, yeah, can't really say much with Drew McIntyre because Drew McIntyre came in. So, mm-hmm. but, you know, he did his thing a little bit, wasn't that good. He had to go to other wrestling events and companies to build himself up. And get better, but can you imagine if Taker was there when he started? True, true. That would be like definitely. He would have definitely been the character that Vince wanted. Yeah, and I think Vince listens to the Undertaker's word more than anyone in the world. I mean, he's one of the probably he's close to a lot of wrestlers, but I think that's probably one of his closest. Oh, him and Stone Cold, I think, are very close still. Apparently, him and Vince are still very close too. Yeah. Well, um, speaking of, uh, we're still talking about Hold wrestling. Uh, Real quick, not the jumbo Hold topic on. of Taker, right? Mm-hmm. But did you listen or hear any of the skull sessions with uh, Stone Cold and how they were talking? Uh, not, yeah. It's a little different. It's like, wait, the American Badass, The Undertaker, Stone Cold, Steve Austin, and they drinking wine? Well, that was a, that was a gimmick for one. They're actually drinking beer and shit during and, uh, the whole the whole time they 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 keep they're they're acting normal you uh, know what i mean it's ridiculous. yeah but they're, they're just joking about the beer the, the wine thing on there but i think it's cool uh, to actually see and hear undertaker talking not as like a normal person talking about how the the stories were and the road trips and all that kind of shit like that i think it's a really dope aspect to see one of the biggest legends in the game across any wrestling platform talking about talking like normal not with the whole undertaker gimmick just being a normal person talking to you and it's like wow this dude's actually like a relatable kind of person like i can actually sit here and listen to him talk as a normal person because the stories are so interesting kayfabe like um yeah there's art i've seen him on other interviews since he's been since he was obviously he must be definitely retired because yeah, there's no more kayfabe. Since, uh, it's just yeah being well no even and he's he still stayed in that character for a very long time. He never did interviews until recently. That's what I'm saying. But now, Last though, you, you've never seen him talk like this with anybody else, really. No. Nah. Which is fucking cool, I think. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I like to hear some of the stories and fa- stuff that he got. Um, you know what? Not to 
we'll still speak about uh, Sting later. But I saw a really fun, uh, interesting video that from um, uh, not my uh, one of the members from NWO, uh, not Kevin Nash. Uh, Razor I'm Ramon. A blank. Not, thank you, Razor Ramon, Scott Hall. Mm-hmm. Uh, that he still believes that the Bret Hart and Triple H and all and Vince McMahon were all in on it. The the screw drop and he, he, even him punching Vince McMahon was not was Wait. is fake. Who, who uh, are we talking about? Razor Ramon said that when Bret Hart um I saw a video and I don't know if they matched it up or whatever, but I saw a video where it says Razor Ramon doesn't believe that Bret didn't know he was getting screwed. Like he knew, uh everyone in the back knew the punch him punching Vince McMahon wasn't real. It's all a work. I don't know. I don't know. But that would be the craziest thing after 40, 30 years has been. And it'd be like, oh, it was all at work. We've still been getting work. I'd be like, that's crazy. Uh-uh. I can't tell you where I found this video. I saw it at late night on TikTok. I might have just made it up. But that's what I, I remember. I don't know. I can't give you a yes or no on that because that doesn't, uh, to me, it doesn't make sense. Why keep that going on so long? I, you never know. Why after years would I still shit mm-hmm. on the company after we made amends at uh when I don't they retire from WWE? Like it's a good and, story to tell. It's a good story to tell, but yeah, but like you're retired twenty years later and you're like, hey, guess what? That was all fake. That ruins your whole legacy of what you told. You think so? Yeah. Let's say for instance, you say you um all right, just I'm just throwing this out there. It's not really gonna happen. But say like you're in a you're you're in a match like a UFC match with like Brock Lesnar. I say like you're wrestling mm-hmm. Brock Lesnar, mm-hmm. and um, uh, I, I don't know. That can happen. Like you're, anything you have a, like, I don't know. It just it doesn't make sense to me. I, I can't even put a thing. It just doesn't make sense to me. Well, I could wrestle um, Brock Lesnar because they're doing uh, matches all the day, uh, matches and fights that don't make sense all the time. Uh, Logan Paul versus Floyd Mayweather. Well, that's different. That's celebrity boxing, though. I think that that's I Who's think celebrity. Well, Logan Paul's a YouTube celebrity. Dude's got I think over like fifty million followers and shit. Like he's big on YouTube. Fuck I'm, out I'm here, just man. being honest, bro. For someone who's like in the Twitch streams and shit, I'm like that dude's everywhere. You know what I mean? No, I get that. So, I'm just saying, like, it's just disrespectful to boxing that he's gonna get know. paid millions of just dollars. Think about it. It's the company that's putting it on. Right, they're just putting on some shit, getting a couple celebrities, do some boxing matches and shit like that. Get training, uh, shit like that. I think this is actually a cool way for you to get some of those legends like Tyson and Mayweather and shit like that to actually like. So they're not broke after boxing. There's a lot of boxers after they're done re- uh, retiring go broke within years because they don't know what to do because all their lives, all they ever do is fight. I don't so, think Floyd. Um... Is could ever go broke really? His money is. I'm not saying yeah. that. What I'm saying is, I think this is a cool thing though. Like, cool, let them box. They made money off that. Let them do it. Let Mayweather get an easy check off this because he's going to destroy the kid. But yeah. to have boxers like Mike Tyson and um, Roy Jones come back out of time and put a couple rounds on and make some mills, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, it's something to keep. Legendary boxers who, after they finish boxing, who don't know what they're doing or what to do afterwards. Oh, you mean I can, like, you know, fight another boxer, but just 
kind of make it like a sparring thing and get paid mills to do this now and you know just to entertain still i like to entertain still mm-hmm. cool you know what i mean well, when I say disrespectful to boxing, I meant as a boxer. Are you because like, you're a Mayweather I'm fan? Saying, and you think this is stupid for him to take it? Like, are you talking about that aspect? Oh, no. Well, I'm not. Um, I am a Mayweather fan. I can respect his, his oh, boxing. He's one of the best of all time. But I'm saying disrespectful as a boxer. If you're a boxer, you're getting pretty much thrown under the bus. Not thrown under the bus, but put, pushed aside to let this YouTuber that is like, what, 0-1? Or I think he's 1-1. And zero. So what has he done in boxing to get the chance to fight one of the best fighters of all time, make this millions and millions of dollars? I understand it's just a gimmick kind of fight. Um, it's um, that Logan Paul also sells. He, he can sell tickets. People are uh-huh. going to pay to watch him get beat up. I understand that. But I'm saying that as a if you're one of the boxers right now that are top of the top in the world, you're not even going to get touched even a half of what they're going to make off of this fight. That's what I'm saying, whereas that's disrespectful okay, a little bit to boxing. Think about it like this, okay? They still have main fight cards happening. They still have real shit going on. Undercards. This is going to be the main. I don't see this as like a huge disrespect to boxing because they still have undercard fights and shit like that, but like you're trying to get money with the time going on and shit like that. It's hard to even have real boxing fights really happen over everything going on with COVID and shit like that. If you get some old school dudes or even just some people to you know, do undercard, some celebrities want to come out and do it, whatever like that, put on a good show and have something to do on a Saturday night, dude. And if I'm a retired boxer, no. like Mike Tyson was, like Roy Jones was, mm-hmm. and, I, you know, I haven't boxed in forever like that, but if I can, you know, just do like a little charity boxing like that, you know, go a couple rounds with somebody, make some money, get back in the ring for a bit, you know, feel like it used to feel, you know, and then call it. Mm-hmm. Why not? Yeah, I think this is more for like the older crowd of boxing, like the retired dudes, like the the retired boxing celebrities that like want to box but don't want to. Like this is a perfect avenue for them. Yeah, well, I mean, one the kid has like eighty pounds over Floyd Mayweather. He's about six two. Mayweather's like five seven, um, and he's like twenty. He's half. He's twenty years old. Um, yeah, it's not. On paper, it doesn't look good for Floyd, but you know Floyd is Floyd Mayweather, so it's going to be a quick. Um, hopefully, it's a I quick so fight, too. but uh, or at least, but you know, supposedly that Nate and uh, Floyd Mayweather are actual friends. So he's like, "Yo, your brother beat up my brother, so I'm gonna go beat up your brother." I was like, "Yeah, that sounds about right." Well, I mean, yeah. think about it. Mm-hmm. We don't know any other fights on the card right now except. Floyd and Paul, right? They're probably going to stack the fuck out of it like they did last time because those fights were good. They're going to have music going on in between it. People forming, people hanging out and chilling, you know what I mean? There was no one, no big names, fighters other than Butter Jack. There were no... Like, oh, but the undercards were good, uh, though. There were good fights. Their fights were good. Yeah, yeah the I'm fight was good. That, that was necessarily good that. fighting on there, like good, like big names. So the fact they put on something mm-hmm. for a Saturday night, everybody got to have a good time and watch it and chill and got their money worth. Mm-hmm. I think it was, you know, I think it's a good idea. Now, you know how many people are going to pay to see Jake uh, Logan Paul get his ass knocked out by Floyd? Facts. I'm exactly. paying for it. Yeah, it. I'm Why is that a disrespect to boxing? Though? If you're still going to pay to watch it, you can't consider it. Uh, well, so, yeah, okay. 
I feel I'm, I'm saying like I feel bad for the boxer. Who is a boxer in the moment and isn't getting on that? Or you feel like this is just like they're just making a mockery of it? I just feel like that, that there's ch- other fighters that should get a chance like this to make that type of. Yeah, money. but I'm saying if, if they're, you know, like that are literally better than Logan Paul, I get that. 100%. And but it's those, by, but this is the like, difference, though. I don't think it's a disrespect ahead. to boxing in the sense of you have a random YouTube kid mm-hmm. calling out the world's best box, you know, quote unquote, not quote unquote, but like who people say is the world's best boxer or was the best world's best boxer, right? He's one of the That's top saying, of like, all time. What people say is one of the pound for pound, one of the best boxers, best record, and all that shit. The whole, all the accolades, right? And you got some random YouTuber calling him out saying that he could beat him in the match or whatever the case may be. And then mm-hmm. that boxer calls that YouTuber out and says, "Make we're making it happen. Mm-hmm. Don't you think people will pay to watch yeah, that dude it, shut him up? Even boxers. Exactly. It happened. Floyd Mayweather, who's getting called out, go and put a clinic on this kid. The biggest you're calling out the biggest right. thing. I'm not calling out. I'm not Logan Paul calling out. You know, Renal Preval from West Palm Beach. Nobody knows who you are, but I'm gonna go and call out the biggest name in the world because everybody knows who he is. Mm-hmm. And the moment he says yes, the whole world's gonna be involved and in, engaging in it. And then that's where all the money comes in. I'll take this ass whooping from the world's best boxer to make 50 mil, and boxers aren't gonna feel. Away about it because that's a personal thing that he's being called out. I'm gonna okay, whatever. Now, if there's someone who's actually boxing, mm-hmm. boxing, like say uh Logan mm-hmm. Paul called out like Carnelo Alvarez, who's a real boxer, still boxing right now. Carnelo Alvarez will kill him. Destroy you oh, gosh, it, but you're I gonna call his name that's the biggest in the world in boxing still to this day, but he's retired. I'll come out of retirement to bust your ass, bro, mm-hmm. and get a check. Yeah, and then you know, hold down Logan's the boxing community nice for what you know what's going on. So I don't think boxers should feel disrespected. Yeah. I think if anything, they should be like, all right, cool, go shut this kid up so that way you can get back out of here and we can get back to all our fighting and all our matches. You know what I mean? And and added on to what you said earlier is like, because it's going to be a card, so everyone's going to make money, even like the fighters that are on the undercard and in the oh, yeah. prelims. So to be attached to it, it's kind of like, you know, I've been, we have been doing comedy for a long time. My Best, I've had great, good moments in comedy where I've had a great set, had some t- a lot of terrible sets, but my favorite set, even though it was just like an average set, was opening up for um, oh, yeah. Foley. So these fighters, that was my best thing I've ever could say in my whole life. But these got some of these fighters could say that, like, yeah, maybe they didn't get to fight Floyd, but they got to be on the same card. And you know what Floyd does it though for the, the lower more. end boxers too? Like, you know how many of them are fighting to get on this card? The whole world can yeah, be boxing. So guess, as a yeah. boxer, you should be like, oh, shit, hold on. <clears throat> One, okay, I get what you're saying. They should feel disrespected for like, oh, it's a mockery of boxing. But if you're on that card and people are watching the card and you fight and you actually mm-hmm. do good, you know how many people's, uh, you know how many eyes are going to turn on you now? Yeah. yeah I, I saw that someone said this. Um, I heard this on a podcast or something else where work gives you work. So like maybe like something doesn't work mm-hmm. out. Like, hey, this, this show sucked. But they saw, hey, the, this guy was actually pretty funny, and they'll call you later on. So, yeah, I can see that. Like some stars can be born from watching this this joke of a fight. And also to add on to it, um, uh, Muhammad Ali once fought a, a pro wrestler mm-hmm. at one time. So joke gimmick matches happen all the time. I was just saying, like, I just hate that some of these guys should be getting that Logan Paul money instead of Logan. Well, you got the biggest name <laughs> on YouTube. 
This dude's making millions. Calling out the biggest name in boxing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> two biggest names and two different platforms want to fight. There's it's something between them. You can't set that up with anybody else. It's like saying, if no. I got a problem, or just saying, I'm just saying, for instance, like, say I got a problem with you, and I go on stage and I start calling you out mm-hmm. and saying, yo, we need to have a roast battle between me and you. Because I don't like your shit. Oh, I would, l- I would or you show don't, up. No, but I'm I saying, like, we actually up. had a beef. Like, oh, you stole my fucking joke, and I heard you do my joke. Now, I mean, you're going to have a fucking roast battle. We're going to have a judge. We're going to make this shit official. I want to match with you on the, on the fucking comedy stage, talking jokes. You get what I'm saying? Nobody can take my that spot. You be, can't say, oh, yeah. um, so-and-so from down the street deserved that spot more than Randy. No, because I'm the one who called you out. Mm-hmm. And if you were... You're right, you're right. He, he did and that's it. between y'all two. That's just like saying... Mm-hmm. um, That's like when you see, you know, random people fighting in, you know, in school. See, you know, back in the day, not now, because mm-hmm. kids always want to jump and shit. But like, you see two of your homies back in the day, like, have an argument between... Um, like, say me and you were arguing, and Jay guy's hanging out with us, and he, we're all good friends. <clears throat> if me and you start fighting, mm-hmm. that's between friends. Let us hash it out, get it done with, mm-hmm. and that's it. We go from there. You get what I mean? No. Yeah, no, you're, at, you're, at, I, I can see, I see your point with that. I was just saying that I just feel like some of these fighters should have gotten that, that type of uh, money. Money, but, like, I get what, and, but, and, and, and what has he done to deserve it? But you're you're right. They're calling it out. He has mm-hmm. all his YouTube fans and um, TikTok people. And Floyd got you know people like me and the rest of the black community and anyone that likes boxing yeah, and hates Logan. Past, present, future, hoping that Floyd Mayweather is not this dude out to redeem Nate. But what if? What if? What if Logan Paul knocks Floyd Mayweather That'll out? Never I agree, but what if it happens? A puncher's chance no whatever, is a bro. puncher's chance. Logan Paul is not going to last <laughs> no the whole time. He's bro. If Conor McGregor, who's a way better fighter and martial artist than him, mm-hmm. got tired out and got you know whooped and you know like knocked down, I knocked out towards the end of the fight and shit like that because Floyd Mayweather was still feeling good and shit. Like, what chance mm-hmm. you you give a kid who has mm-hmm. like one fight experience? But Conor McGregor has been fighting his whole life. Oh, you're I don't. Right. You're right. I just see it as a money grab, uh, which is cool. So be it. The undercards are going to be good. And they're going to be worth the time watching. The music performances are going to be good. It's going to be good music. If it happens, if he knocks him out, what happens to shock. the world? We just destroy the world. Does he become no, the greatest fighter he, of all he time? He beat the greatest is, fighter of all like, time. Yeah, gotta to beat, be the man, oh. you got to beat the man. <laughs> yeah, but uh, before we get off here. Um, James Harden is going to possibly go to the 76ers. Uh, why can't I saw I on, uh I think it was um, Skip Bayless. He would fit said, in in Philly. But there's something that Skip Bayless said when I was watching his show. Uh, Skip, uh, James Harden cannot play with stars. When he plays with stars, it doesn't work. Do you believe uh, that? James Harden plays with stars. It doesn't work. I don't know. Like, because with the Rockets, he had uh, Westbrook. He had. He can't play with stars. It's better for him to play with a team. Oh, that's because not, he's the star. He, got he, he doesn't like sharing the ball. You don't think yep. so? He doesn't need to. He scores 30, okay. 40 points a game. And then when your team loses by lose, so. 30 and the other five starters only had five points because they got to get the rebounds or you miss shots, what does that do? 
Where do you think Joe? Uh, I don't James know where Harden he should, should go, go, honestly. But they got to figure it out because that one-on-one play style eventually gets tired. He's not. He's getting old. Old. Not old. He's getting mm-hmm. older. And uh, mm-hmm. it's not going to last too long, bro. Come, come. I mean, I don't know that Carmelo much. Anthony was one on games out with New York and Denver the Nuggets. Game. You know, got him to the playoffs multiple times, and he got bounced out because they figured out how to stop him. It only goes so far, bro. Why do you think yeah. the um, Golden State was effective? And um, why do you think uh, Miami was effective when they had LeBron over there and even with Cleveland? Because they had team chemistry. They passed the ball around to have other players who could score and shit like that. James Harden on the team doing all the scoring on himself. You can't do it by yourself. Basketball is a team sport. No, you're right. Uh, speaking of that, um, Kyrie made a comment earlier this year about saying that it's – Good now with him and KD. He finally has someone that will make the same shot as him as Clutch. LeBron recently uh, made some comments uh, about that, saying like, oh, like, he wasn't hurt, but he was like, damn, you don't think I... I'm like, LeBron ain't Clutch, bro? LeBron's Clutch. They're both Clutch. It was kind of like kind of a jab to uh, LeBron. LeBron LeBron is good when they're ahead and they got points. Like, he's doing his scoring shit. He, He... Mm-hmm. Rare, I, I never want the ball in LeBron's uh, hand when the score is 98-99. You're down one and you need a last second shot. Versus the same thing with like Russell Westbrook. I don't want the ball in his hand either. You know what I mean? There's only a certain few players that you know That's, have proven over and over again. You give me the ball and I'm going to hit the shot. You get what I mean? I mean, I, under, I understand that, but I don't because I'm like, Le- you wouldn't get to those finals, those those positions, if it wasn't for LeBron. But there is a way of like shutting the game down. Like let me Kobe, say it like this: LeBron instinct, James killer instinct. LeBron Jordan. James doesn't have the Kobe instinct. I'd give the ball to Kobe a hundred percent of the times, last second shot to win the game because he's proven it over and over again. LeBron James has had those shots where he's been able to knock them down and he misses them all the time. You get what I'm saying? His or like um, there's no. I have yet to see a person since Big Shot Bob. Robert Ori, since he retired, you know who that is? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Robert yeah, Ori from nine the fucking rings. Um, the Kings, the one they play with the Kings. Um, uh, no, I can't. I don't think it was Novitski, but it was one of the Russians. Just hit the ball just to get it out of there. It just luckily Robert Ori's at the three, shoots it, wins I'm the. Saying, he's got nine game. rings, and he's like, had big time shots every yeah. single time. Why? Because he's a big time shooter. Mm-hmm. When it comes to clutch moments, I'm hitting the shot. Give me the it's ball, like, I'm hitting the shot. Mm-hmm. Jordan, killer instincts. You get yeah, the ball to Jordan with 10 seconds mm-hmm. left on the clock, you're going to win the fucking game. Steve Kerr. Same thing, because Jordan kicked the ball out to him, but Steve Kerr proved that he could hit the big shots. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Steph Curry. Sorry. Even Clay. Clay's done it before. KD's done it before, too. Kyrie Irving did it multiple times. Kyrie Irving's Kyrie. the reason. I'm not... Argument. How do you get the ball? How do you got the ball? Kyrie LeBron Irving point guard. The, ball. He, the, the time that he hit the big shot, uh, the big three point shots in the NBA Finals to win against the uh, Golden State and shit like that, he brought the ball up and made the play himself. Yeah, I'm when he hit the big time, uh, big time three pointer against uh, Steph Curry, the right wing. He didn't. He didn't. Yeah, he, he brought didn't it up, bring that up. Passed it. Around, he got he set. brought it up. Passed he it around. Went around. Got set. Dribbled and then shot. So he had to do it on him. How do you get set if I throw you the ball? 
you didn't take it all the way down from one court all the way down. He still dribbled the ball and made the play. You get what I mean? Doesn't matter. Once you got down on the floor, it's no longer an assist. It means you did it yourself. I'm just telling you basketball terminology. I'm just all right. What I'm saying, LeBron. Okay, so a lot of times I feel like LeBron doesn't get he gets the respect he deserves, but people are trying to give him the respect for the whole entire thing. LeBron James hasn't ever been able to do the whole. There's bits and pieces of like, okay, I respect LeBron James is probably one of the greatest players ever played a game. Hands down. Can't argue that. Can't argue that. Hands down, he's probably one of the best players ever played a game, but one of. There's still aspects that Kobe and LeBron uh, and Jordan have over him. The aspects of the game that he's never been able to, like, he's not known for. Touching big time shots. Big time plays when it comes to, like, game six, Jordan against Utah. You get what I mean? You don't have those many. With LeBron. You don't really have those, LeBron. That Kobe, that mama instinct where 15 seconds left on the ball, just give the ball to Kobe. We're going to win. That You don't have that, LeBron. You give the ball to LeBron, he misses I, more than he makes. Well, when it comes to the, you know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. But I'm I saying you, he is one of the best players in the world. I'm not knocking him. He's probably one of the best players to ever do it. Mm-hmm. But to me, I get where Kyrie Irving's coming from. I don't know about that. But I would say, like, I do feel when we talk about LeBron, Kobe, and Jordan, it's a generational gap that we have because the kids these days don't know Jordan. They know their sneakers. They don't even barely know how great Kobe was. So we'll keep saying – we'll always keep saying Jordan, Kobe, that. uh, Say Jordan, Kobe, Jordan or Kobe, and maybe LeBron. But these kids are Mm -hmm. going to say LeBron, Steph – and KD, and even that, I don't think KD deserves. Well, KD's going to go down as one of the best players ever. To be one of the greatest as well. Don't, be- don't gonna- believe it. I know you don't believe it, just like I don't believe Kobe, like LeBron is better than like Kobe and all them, and like Jordan. You know how we always had an argument. What I'm saying is that mm-hmm. he's still going to go down as one of the best players ever as well, because the dude's a freaking nature as well, bro. You, ever, I've never seen a big man shoot that good, that fast, be that consistent from out the paint, the whole nine. You know what I'm saying? Nowitzki's not running up and down the court though, like he is. You know what I'm saying? You get what I'm saying? No. It's like it's crazy <laughs> no, to see right. some people that stature, that height, that athletic ability, and uh, the dude's ginormous and can still shoot the lights out. You get what I'm saying? So what I'm saying. He's still gonna go down as one of the best players yeah. ever. But I get where you're coming from. Though. They, nobody they didn't grow up with the Mamba. You know, we yeah. saw some of Jordan when we were young. But. It, you know the the kids mm-hmm. from now they're gonna yeah for sure I get what you're saying they're gonna be like oh it's it's a uh, LeBron James Steph uh, Steph Curry are better than like Mount. no no they're not but each each generation has theirs their superstars sure. you know what I mean yeah and before that there was a Bill mm-hmm. uh, Russell Larry Bird uh, even Magic all right I think we'll rent end up uh, the end the episode right here uh, man you gonna put out your other tweet? my tweet. Twitch. What the fuck am I talking? Yeah. <laughs> read your no, tweets. I don't want to pull out my tweet. Um, uh, here, no. Oh, no. Um, you can follow me on, work, work first off, Twitch, follow me on uh, my uh, comedy network stuff. Uh, you can follow me on uh, Instagram, Randy B. Comedy. You can follow me on there. <laughs> I post clips of my uh, gameplay on there, like funny moments and shit that I think would be comical on there as well. So if you want to follow me on my Twitch and catch me live, um, you can follow me on Twitch at R underscore V underscore C. <clears throat> you can follow me on there. Um, if you guys come in and uh, check out the pot, you know the stream, just drop a comment. Hey, found you, uh, found you from a podcast. 
let me know. I, I, I talk a lot on my stream. I like to have fun and joke around with them and stuff. And then um, follow my YouTube, Randy B Comedy. Uh, follow me. Yep. Oh, no. That's it. All right, guys. Uh, thank you guys for always listening. You can find me, Renald Preville, at everything at Hey, it's Renald. H-E-Y-I-T-S. Renald. R-E-N-A-L-D. You can find me on Instagram at Hey, it's Renald. You can find me on Twitter at Hey, it's Renald. You can also find us, the podcast, on Instagram at Off the Handle Podcast. And on uh, Twitter, you can find us at SuperKickOTH. And um, please, guys, help us get this podcast growing. Um, we get bigger every day. Thank you guys for uh, being a part of uh, Off the Handle. But like, comment, and subscribe. Yeah, yeah. Share the podcast to everyone you know. Yeah, man. Thank you guys for listening. And all right, guys. Have a good day. Peace. Oh, thank you.